The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 10th chapter. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant. But it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant with James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. Recently, a high school student gave me a simple yet insightful purpose for relationships. Relationships are for getting to know another person. And the only way to know a person is if they are free to give and free to receive themselves. Unfortunately, coercion and power dictate most relationships these days because they are mainly about getting something rather than receiving someone. In today's notion of relationships, the person is secondary to the benefits and taken to the extreme, the person is really inconsequential to the desire of getting what I want. James and John want something. As Jesus' popularity explodes on their way to Jerusalem, James and John are under the impression that Jesus is going to Jerusalem to become a political king, to exert power and make people do his will. They want to get something out of their relationship with Jesus. They want to use Jesus to get a prominent place in his kingdom. Now the way they ask their question is diabolical. By asking Jesus to do something for them without stating what it is, they attempt to trap Jesus and make him a slave to their desires. Thankfully we know that they don't know what they're doing because of what Jesus said. And because of this, he doesn't agree to be enslaved. Instead, he teaches the purpose of relationships. 
after Jesus gently exposes their diabolical allegiance with the abusive leaders of their world, he says it shall not be among them. Their relationships will take on a unique character that doesn't make people secondary, but thrives on knowing people. Their relationships will take on a different purpose that doesn't use people, but frees people. Jesus says those who are the greatest and first bind themselves to people by freely giving their lives. In 1520, Martin Luther wrote in his treatise titled The Freedom of the Christian, he wrote that the Christian is free, but in his freedom he ought to empty himself, take upon himself the form of a servant, to serve, help, and in every way deal with his neighbor as he sees that God through Christ has dealt and still deals with him. Freedom isn't for whatever you want in order to get people to do what you want. Nor does freedom mean freedom from relationships. Paradoxically, freedom means being bound. Not in the dehumanizing form of slavery, but in the humanizing form of being bound to one another in love. And in today's Gospel reading, love is defined as giving yourself for the life of another. As Luther wrote, a Christian is free to live this way because he or she has experienced that freedom from Jesus Christ. So you can't give what you haven't received. And it's not until Christ sets you free that you are able to live according to your original purpose, to give yourself. We cannot give ourselves until Jesus has set us free from the bondage of sin, until we have received who we really are. Since humanity in the Garden of Eden tried to cover up their sin, hide from its shame, and then blame the one they were meant to love. We have tried to free ourselves from sin and restore our relationship with God and recover the love we have for one another. But if we take a look in our heart, or we just look around, we know we can't do it. In our despair, we begin to believe the diabolical lie that our relationships must be based on control and power, and life is about what we take, rather than what we receive. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus says he will set us free from that lie and show us the way life is supposed to be. Jesus is the only one in the Gospel reading who is completely free. He's not coerced into having a relationship with you. And his freedom isn't to abuse power. Rather, in his freedom, he binds himself to you in love by giving himself as a ransom for our sin in the crucifixion. Jesus doesn't want anything from us. He wants us. Bound to us in love, Jesus ensures a loving relationship with God. 
And that relationship gives life by knowing each other. Growing in the knowledge of God, we learn who we are. We learn God made us to give ourselves to another and to receive another as gift. Jesus gives us his life on the cross. And faith receives his life through the forgiveness of sins. And now we are bound. We're cemented to Christ. We're bound to Jesus in love. And our lives take on a different character. And we begin to learn the purpose of relationships. Our relationships are not based in power, but on gift. Being a gift to one another. In freely giving ourselves to another, and freely receiving that gift from another, we begin to know who we are and what we're meant for. We are children of God who created us in love and for love so that we would share in God's life. This means we are meant to live for one another, not for ourselves. We are meant to live in relationship with another and not alone. And it isn't the benefits of the relationship that matters the most, but it's the very person that matters the most. First, the person of Christ, and then second, the person of our neighbor. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.